Tone Deaf is the journey of a musical theater nerd, bringing musicals into the life of their musically challenged spouse. The reactions to the musicals are real, and mostly unedited. This show is for ages 14 and up, because sometimes you just need to use a swear. Now sit back, relax, and have a laugh. You're listening to Tone Deaf. Wonderful, amazing, super stressing me out for weeks. Uh, music parody. to my ears. <laughs> Angels singing. <laughs> Apology to uh, science fiction double feature and Rocky Horror Picture Show, but thank you, dear. No apology necessary because that was awesome Thanks. and I loved it. <laughs> and everybody should tweet at us on. Oh God! On a tone deaf music at uh, uh, tone deaf musicals on Twitter and. <laughs> Tell Kay what an awesome singer she is. So, welcome to Tone Deaf. It's still a theater nerd's guide for their musically challenged spouse. 
I'm Kay, a musical theater nerd. And I'm Warren. I'm still musically challenged. <laughs> so um, before we hop into today's episode, I do want to give a congratulations out because the Tonys were uh, Sunday and us being musical theater, we will be uh, covering Tony related stuff, but I didn't have stuff put together. Um, Who's this Tony guy? Oh, we're going to have so much fun with this. Like, like, so... is it like Anthony? <laughs> like, is it short? <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything for you. Anna Tori? For, uh, what? Uh, anyway, so, um, we, since we're a musical theater podcast, I want to congratulate the, uh, winner of Best Musical, who beat out Ain't Too Proud to Beg, Beetlejuice, the musical. There's a Beetlejuice musical? Yes. I, I really want to see that at some point. Oh, I love yeah. Beetlejuice. No, if, if we can ever get a copy, we will be seeing it. Uh, the Prom and Tootsie, well, they were all uh, taken out back and beaten up by the very deserving Hades Town, which I also am just like... They were, beaten, they were taken out back, beaten, and fed to a three-headed dog. Yes. Kerberos is happy. His belly is full, and Hades took home a Tony. I, took home several actually it's, an, like, it's another show just the just the title Hades Town I'm yeah. like Greek mythology I'm all there yeah and then uh, also best revival of a musical we had uh, Oklahoma beat up Kiss Me Kate Oklahoma again yes does this get revived like every couple of years yeah it gets revived a lot we'll we'll go into more depth with that when we do Oklahoma Yay. okay um, but yeah so ah, okay <laughs> That's some state abbreviation humor. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for us to do that one either. But yeah, so I wanted to congratulate those. I mean, no one that's in the theater guild, or the uh, theater wing, will be uh, listening to this podcast. But congratulations! <laughs> congratulations <laughs> to all the winners, and condolences to to those who didn't. Well, we'll actually get to watch the Tonys. Uh, this weekend maybe when we go up to mama k's house because mama k is able to record things because mama k still has live tv as cable oh god ah, <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> uh, you don't know how much that almost was going to be my name for this show oh god that's right that's a story for another that's time. A, that's a depressing story um, for another time. We also just want to um, extend a huge thank you to all of you who have been listening and following and downloading and streaming and review, or well, and reviewing and rating and all of that. We just, we love you guys. You guys are super awesome. I also want to um, let you guys know, if you're following our Twitter, you'll have seen this. Uh, and I'll try to... See if I can put a link in the description, but there's a really awesome Discord server that we're a part of that's called the Podcast Junkie Discord server. It's full of a bunch of different independent podcasters and audio drama recorders, and everyone on there is really super cool. And everyone in that community also listens to podcasts. So even if you don't record podcasts, you can still join because you're a listener, so you contribute. Because... Yeah, you can join and talk about podcasts you like that maybe other people don't know about and 
share, you know, just just a community based on people with mutual enjoyments. Yeah, and it's it's really an awesome community. I highly recommend that you join it. I'll pop a link in the description of this episode as well as uh, it's on our Twitter as well. I've uh, retweeted stuff a couple of times with that. Um, but you're you're not here for all of our announcements and everything yet. You're here. <laughs> you're here to uh, watch Warren suffer. Once again, you're here for the showdown between Jesus A and Jesus B. Yes. A plus B equals C. The winner. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little, it's a little deep for my throat. Wait, uh, yeah. So... <laughs> It's the, it's the episode that I know everybody has been excited for. It's our very first double feature. It's our head-to-head. Our head-to-head, yes. This is the Jesus double feature. One Jesus enter. Two Jesuses enter. Plur- what's, the, what's the plural for Jesus? Jesai? Two, <laughs> two messiahs enter. One messiah leaves. That That's more accurate. <laughs> It's been 10 more episodes, so we're on episode 20, and this is Weber Week. The Webster Returns. The Webster Returns. This week, we're going to kind of do it a little bit different. So we're going to be doing a compare and contrast of two shows that, you know, I, I had mentioned previously when we did our Godspell episode that we would be doing Jesus Christ Superstar and I wanted to do a head-to-head of these two shows because they're drastically different, but they tackle the same subject matter. But I also didn't want to watch Jesus Christ Superstar twice. <laughs> <laughs> Very fair. I already know where Kay stands on that. Yeah, it's not my favorite show. It's not high up there at all. Um, so this is unorthodox of an episode because we're going to be covering both Godspell and Jesus Christ Superstar. Some of you who have listened to the episode previous, um, I want to say that it's episode 12 is Godspell. Uh, you'll know that we saw Godspell. It was a live version of the show. So that's different than the one that we're going to be watching to compare today. We're going to be watching the 1973 film of Godspell, which is weird. Very weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's all that there really is to say on it. You're, you have no words. You're like, you have to see it to believe it. You have it. to see it to believe it. And then the 1973 film of Jesus Christ Superstar. So 73, Jesus Christ Superstar. And what was the other one? 70... 73 of Godspell. Okay, so they're both 1973. Yep, both 1973. Released the same time. Um... Like I said, Warren saw a stage production of Godspell, and we went a little bit more in-depth about its creation and themes uh, that it brought up, and the emotions that we dealt with in that episode, but I'll do a little bit of a rundown before we move on to Jesus Christ Superstar, just so that it refreshes the audience and Warren. So, Godspell is an adaptation of the Gospel of St. Matthew, gospel meaning good news, so the name is a pun. Good news, everyone. (laughs) Uh, And it's from the New Testament. The book was by John Michael Tebelak, and the music was composed by Stephen Schwartz. 
It was the first musical for both Schwartz and Tebelak. Uh, it was their thesis at Carnegie Mellon. In, and then in 1971, it had its off-Broadway premiere with a tour in Australia, a production in London and Toronto uh, being produced in 71 and 72. Then you had the film adaptation with some of the original Broadway cast members, um, as well as Victor Garber, who was in the Toronto production. Uh, and this was produced in 1973 and added in the new song, Beautiful City. It is different in the movie from okay. what we saw. So is this kind of in the same vein as Cats in terms of like the way it's done? Is it like, is it like, a, is it a movie in the same way it that... It is a movie in the same way as Cats. Oh, okay. So it's not a movie in the same way that The Sound of Music is a movie. Oh, uh, yeah, it is. Okay, so, so it's more like Sound of Music than Cats, where Cats was... On stage, yeah. videotaped. It's it's a movie movie. This is a movie movie. I mean, technically, Cats was a movie movie, too, because it wasn't a live performance. True, but it all took place, like, on the same stage. Oh, yeah. More or yeah, less. this is going to take place in New York. Okay. In New York City, downtown. Is Jesus Christ Superstar the same kind of thing, where it's more of a movie versus... Yes, and we will get into the difference okay. there. Sorry. <laughs> You're I'm, fine. I'm skipping ahead. You are okay. Um, And so... Uh, the cast is small. You have eight non-biblical actors, uh, in the original cast. It was Gilmer, Robin, er Herb. Wow, I said Herb. She's, uh, <laughs> Lamar, Jeffrey, Joanne, Sonia, and Peggy. And then a cast member who plays Jesus and a cast member who plays both John the Baptist and Judas. Uh, they carry on that tradition with, uh, the latest revival of naming the characters after the cast members. All the cast is on stage for much of the show, save for Jesus and John slash Judas. Uh, the show is notable for most of uh, the show relying on scripture. Many of the songs are taken from hymns or parts of scripture. Uh, rather than focusing on the last days of Jesus's life, like Jesus Christ Superstar will, uh, Godspell focuses more on the message. Godspell does not quite have a plot like Jesus Christ Superstar does, but the book of Matthew doesn't quite have a plot because it's basically a book of teachings. So if you look at it that way as this is the lessons from a rabbi, then it works. It works that way. It's, uh, it's more of an upbeat tune up until the very end with the crucifixion, but the crucifixion's only touched on with one scene in Godspell, rather than it being like the entire last half of Jesus Christ Superstar, which we'll talk about. Um, so is it like Passion of the Christ, the musical? A uh, little bit. <laughs> uh, not as gory, thankfully. You never saw it. You you didn't... Passion of the Christ? Yeah. I saw it. Oh, you did? I did. Oh, oh honey. I did, I did see it. And it, it yeah. It, oh. it almost guilt-tripped me into converting. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That was the movie that made me go, wait, why are we watching this? Why aren't we focusing on the message? This is why I like Godspell more. Um, but I shouldn't taint you too much because maybe you'll go, but Jesus Christ Superstar is awesome. I doubt it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I am sometimes full of surprises. You but... are. Um, so, like I said, this show's more jovial because... Gospel is good news, and this is called Godspell, or Godspell, so. 
And that yeah. would, which, haha, which would make Jesus Christ Superstar the counter god spell. fantasy nerds listening will understand why that's funny <laughs> that's horrible <laughs> all right so that was my speed run of the godspell episode recap um when we did that last episode we ended up not talking about the show as much as the feelings it evoked so um and part of the reason we didn't talk about the show as much is because it's it's just it was gospel like we touched on some of the things that they did in the show mm -hmm. but really i mean if you uh, we weren't, we weren't going to sit here and just kind of repeat the gospel of the bible anybody who is interested in that probably already knows it yeah so there wasn't a whole lot of point in recounting all of the gospel parts yeah and i would say that like that is the more message-based show the next one we're going to be talking about is Jesus Christ Superstar. This is by Andrew Lloyd Webber, um, and it's a little bit more cynical than oh, Godspell really? is. Or Godspell is, yeah. It's it is a cynical show, but they play everything straight. So where oh. Godspell has a lot of fun, Jesus Christ Superstar doesn't. So probably a little bit of. Uh of tone whiplash yes. going from one to the other. Yes, which is why I think we probably should watch Jesus Christ Superstar first so that you can have Godspell, because Godspell, they try to make everything positive, and even at the end, they try to be like, yeah, but we're a community together. <laughs> Whereas uh, that's not the feeling you get after Jesus Christ Superstar. Okay, I, well, I defer to you. You're the expert. Um, this, this show, I've had to kind of listen to it multiple times and desensitize myself before we do this episode, <laughs> because, no, I come away from it with a really dark feeling every time I've listened, and I don't know if it's because of how I was sort of brought up in school or not, but, like, anything that touches on the actual death leads to some really painful feelings, which is why we're not going to be seeing this more than once. Because, <laughs> again, Godspell, happy. Jesus Christ Superstar, not so much. Like, the music is really good. And um, with, with this show, it started off as a concept album. So it's basically a rock opera about Jesus. Okay. It didn't start off as a stage show, but it was Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice. We last saw them paired up for Joseph. Um, yeah, we know how much I like that one. Yeah, so eh, you're going to get more of that in this one. Well, actually, Joseph was fun. So do they, I'm saying, do they have lots of puppets in this one? No. <laughs> um, but, it, yeah, this, this show is... Uh, okay, let me get back to sort of the background of this show before I get into other things about it. Um, it was written in 1970, but it wasn't staged until 1971. Uh, the first Broadway production premiered October 12th, 1971, and ran for 711 performances. Oh, wow. Uh, ben Vereen, we remember him. Mm -hmm. He was Judas in this run. Unlike Godspell... The characters all have the names of 
the characters they're supposed to be portraying. So it's not modernized. It is it's, not modernized. Is the movie itself is it set back in the time? Yes, kind of. Okay. There, it's Andrew Lloyd Webber, so there are going to be anachronisms. I mean, the music is rock, and it is filmed in Israel. Okay. Let me, so okay, but I guess like like Joseph even with all of its weirdness, was still set in... And this is still set okay. back then, too. Um, the version that we're going to be seeing stars Ted Neely and Carl Anderson. Um, and a, kind of a similarity that both Superstar and Godspell have is that Judas has a very big role in both shows. In Godspell, he's kind of seen as a right-hand man, and same with Jesus Christ Superstar, which kind of makes it more painful in both shows with the betrayal, but Jesus Christ Superstar takes that emotion that you feel about the, ooh, you betrayed your friend, and just goes, hey, gonna punch you in the heart with it. Here you go. And, like, I, I have so many conflicting feelings about this show, because the music is really good. But, again, it leaves me with such a bitter taste in my mouth that I have... I saw that smirk. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. It, it just... Uh, it, it feels really dark. And I don't like thinking of dark things with someone who had such a positive message. That makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird for me. Uh, but... So, both of the shows had some controversy, but Jesus Christ Superstar cranked it up to 11. Because this show's been banned in some places. Oh, really? Yes. South Africa and the Hungarian People's Republic both banned it. It's also created an issue for both Christian and Jewish audience members. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> Christian audience members view it as sacrilegious, and just, like, anti-religion. And Jewish audience members point out that, hey, the villains in this show are mostly Jewish. What are you doing? Like, there are some things that feel a little heavy-handed with... So they, they think it's anti-Semitic. Yeah. Yeah, and listening to it, I could see where that comes from. I don't think that was the intent, but... Goodness gracious. Do they talk about the heathen Chinese at all? No. Oh. Okay. No. <laughs> that, the, <laughs> I think... That's a throwback to Cap. Yeah, that's a throwback to our first episode. Weber, what are you doing? <laughs> so, um, when I was growing up, this was my least favorite musical. Period. Oh, really? When I was a kid. That's so interesting for you, just because you're like, the music, I love the music, but... Mm -hmm. It's, it's the just... emotion that it brought out in me. Because, like I said, with Godspell, I can go back to vacation Bible school, as in being a student and going, the Sunday school answer is Jesus! <laughs> Who's the guy who walked on water? Peter Pan! That's a long story <laughs> from when I had to teach Sunday school. <laughs> but, uh, uh... Who who got swallowed by the whale? Pinocchio! Technically, okay, but <laughs> not in the Bible. <laughs> Jonah! Yeah, yes. 
You knew more than the child that had been there for years. Yay! I knew more than a child! <laughs> Congratulations, Gold Star. <laughs> Get a smiley face sticker. Um, but, like, I felt it was too heavy-handed with the sacrifice stuff. And, like, they don't necessarily hit you hard with the you've got to believe in Jesus Instead, they just make you want... It, it really does feel like Passion of the Christ. Because Passion of the Christ, they don't really say he died for your sins. They just show this man dying. And you feel guilty the whole time because it's like... Because you know the story. And that's kind of how I feel with this show. And with watching it when I was a kid and re-listening to it, I'm just like... Ugh. So I'm I'm preparing you so that if you feel horrible during this show, know that I'm right here with you, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> but we're getting it over with. <laughs> I love you're like, I'm right here with you, buddy. Clockwork oranging you with this, like eyelids well, open. You can you can turn away, you can I'm you just can say. I'm just I'm just giving you a hard time. Uh yeah, well it's also because I know that we would eventually have to do this and might as well get it over with and never have to touch it again. That's fair. Because there are better shows by Weber. I'm looking more forward to Starlight Express just because it's weird. <laughs> it's really weird. But this we need to do because it's in his canon. And this is, and I wanted to do a head to head because we will be doing more of them. Um, the next one that I want to do actually is Cinderella because there's two versions of the Rogers Hammerstein one that, uh, one of them I think you'll like a lot. Cool. We'll have to see which one you like more out of those two, but we're not talking about Cinderella. Back on track. We are back on track. Trying to put this off as much as possible. Um, Just so, rip that bandaid off. Yeah, rip the bandaid off. So with all this background, even though we know it's going to dredge up emotions, I'm going to try to watch these just as musicals. Yes. So it's going to be hard because both shows dredge up emotions, but that's kind of the point of these shows is they're supposed to dredge something up. But um, I do have kind of some ideas to keep in mind when we're watching these this show and when we do our next few head-to-heads. Uh, I want to know which one keeps your interest most. want to know which one had the most compelling story or soundtrack or message that you got from the show. Because some of these shows are going to be pretty darn abstract that we do in head-to-heads. Um, I want to know which ones you felt you could get into the characters more. Or, you know, get into characters' motivations, stuff like that. Which one did you have an overall better feeling with? Did you not, like, did you regret seeing the show? Is this show worthy of a Runyon? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think either of these are Runyon worthy. There are shows that are, but even though I have strong feelings about Jesus Christ Superstar, I wouldn't give it a Runyon because technically it is good. <laughs> it just isn't my favorite. And then... Uh, which one was more interesting visually? So costumes, settings, dancing, etc. Okay. Uh, and which one did you just all around think is the better show? So that's kind of the way that we'll be going into these head-to-heads, um, including this one and our next one on Cinderella. 
and then a couple of others that I'm going to do, like um, I'm thinking we're going to set Chorus Line against Fame, uh, <laughs> and we might revisit Singing in the Rain to go against 42nd Street, because both of those are thematically similar. Okay. Um, so just keep in, keeping in mind, this is not just for Jesus Christ Superstar, and Godspell, we will be doing a lot of head-to-heads. This is just our first one. Good experiment, because it's one that is also a Weber week, and we won't have to watch it again after this. <laughs> Yay! All right, so with that being said, we're going to head off and have our first double feature and take a brief intermission, let the dog out in between the movies, and then we'll be right back. Before we get to Warren's review of this show, we want to take a quick moment and just thank our Playbill and Stage Crew sponsors. Our Playbill sponsor, Jasmine Wu, and our crew, our Stage Crew sponsor, Bianucci. Thank you both so much for your continued patronage and support of our humble little podcast. We really, truly appreciate everything you've done for us, you guys. Thank you so much. Now, let's listen to a brief ad from one of our favorite podcasts called History on Blast. Hello, and welcome to History on Blast. I'm Hillary, and I'll be your host as we call out history. Every other week, we'll be putting a different person, place, time, or event on blast for the shit that they pulled. This ain't your grandpa's history podcast, so if this sounds like your cup of harbor tea, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast catcher. Welcome to the promo episode for Podcast Reviews Reviews Podcast, the podcast in which I review the reviews of my podcast. This is a promo, but it's also a full-length episode to show you kind of what the show's about and like. So if this is in your regular feed that you're hearing this, this is actually also going out to a bunch of other podcasts who are swapping promos in 60-second spots with me, so I put their promo on my podcast later. So this is a, a promo slash episode um, to tell you what the show's about. If you already know, then thank you for listening and being a listener. But if you don't, uh, my show called Podcast Reviews Reviews Podcast is about reviewing people's reviews of my show, Podcast Reviews Reviews Podcast. I go to iTunes, and every time I, I look at the reviews, I read and rate your reviews of my show um, about the podcast. Uh, I'm almost out of 60 seconds are up, so uh, check out my show in iTunes, rate and review it, Podcast Reviews Reviews Podcast, and we'll see you next week. And now, the lights are going down and the music is starting back up, so let's hop into the second act of the show. So, you've survived the gauntlet. You have survived our first head-to-head. What do you think? You could say I've been 
reborn with a new perspective on Jesus Christ musicals um, <laughs> in our head-to-head of Jesus Christ Superstar versus Godspell. I'm going to not give my overall ratings because I did rank these. I did mm-hmm. rank these in my 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 plebeian uncultured scaling. That's fine. Uh, but since we've already done Godspell, I'm going to go ahead and start with Jesus Christ Superstar mm-hmm. since we watched that one first. Yes. And uh, for I assume people listening have watched or listened to Jesus Christ Superstar, so the overall synopsis of it is it's the last few days leading up to Jesus's crucifixion, right? Like, it's, yes. it doesn't really have a whole lot of the teachings. It's just, more or less, it's just the drama, drama, drama of mm-hmm. everything surrounding Jesus up until he is uh, arrested, tried, and executed um, yes. by the establishment. So, with that being said, uh, we open up, well, I mean... I, the, the beginning to the thing was pretty bizarre because I didn't know what to expect. And here it is, this bus driving in the middle of the desert in Jerusalem. And then people start piling out of the bus to like start setting up the show. And I'm like, turning to you, I was like, is this actually part? You're like, yes, this is actually part of the, the show. Like This, this is, is the movie. This, this is, is how the movie. it starts. This is how it starts. I'm just like, okay, so these people are constructing an elaborate... Um, farce in their own heads like it just it it seemed really bizarre to me it's weber i feel like it would have been better if they would have said it in the time and just kind Mm -hmm. of gone for more realism versus it's it's like andrew lloyd weber's joseph it starts the similar way of that where it's he has a framing device because he can't have his movies take place other than cats in the locale that they're supposed to be taking place in. It's it's art. It's his own creative direction. I and guess. it's the seventies. Question mark. I I'd be curious to know what drugs he was taking at the time, because <laughs> um, like you said, it's the seventies. I'm sure he was taking something. Uh, but Jesus Christ Superstar opens up with Kurt Cobain as Jesus. Help, my eyes are too far apart, Christ. <laughs> Because the actor who played him had, he, he was the opposite of cross-eyed. His eyes were wandering. Uh, he had one looking straight and the other one was looking off into the future, seeing what trouble was coming ahead. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> to any Ted Neely fans out there, I'm so sorry. Hey, he's, I'm sure he's a great guy, but he needs an eye wrangler on set. Um, and then we have Judas, who I actually probably liked Judas's actor the most. Oh yeah, he's my uh, favorite. Was Carl Carl Anderson. Anderson. He I thought he did a really good job and he mm-hmm. was very into his role. Mm-hmm. Uh he he definitely gave it a 110%. Yeah. But I I did find it funny him screaming about how Jesus is not listening to him when Judas is on a mountain too far away. It's like for Christ's sake, Judas, get closer. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut to, you know, a squad of Roman village people walking in purple tank tops and army pants with shiny silver helmets as traditional Romans dressed, you know, when patrolling Jerusalem. Yeah, the show's costumes are a mess. Yeah, and you're going to have to pr- help me with the pronunciation. Is it Caiaphas? Caiaphas. 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 Uh, I thought his character was interesting because he was talking like an evil villain from the Lord of the Rings. We will get this Jesus. We must stop him. He is too dangerous for us. He always talks like this. <laughs> they, yeah. they took the basiest base that they could find and made him into Caiaphas and made him so cartoonishly evil. Yeah. 
about the uh, the scene with the Pharisees climbing on the uh, the rafters that look oddly like a Donkey Kong level. <laughs> like they're just layers of these boards in these this like frame this rafter frame, and I just kept thinking like there's you're gonna have a gorilla on top throwing barrels, are gonna be rolling down between levels, knocking the Pharisees over, or they're gonna be jumping and scoring points. But uh, someone <laughs> I saw that was like Pharisees climbing on the rafters that look oddly like a Donkey Kong level. Someone throw a barrel. Yeah. But uh, and then of course we. I don't know. This is this is before Jesus gets taken away, but we all of a sudden cut to just these pillars in the distance. We cut to a field of wild pillars, and then some magically materializing, cartwheeling, flipping acrobats because. Bible. Yeah, th- this is one of the things that kind of makes me go, you know, Weber, you can be a little less Weber for this. The The thing about Jesus Christ Superstar that I was noticing the most is I liked the music. I yeah. liked the rock. Like, I, I actually thought that the music overall was really well. Oh, yeah. Well done. Um, okay, I, I have my, my other things. Okay, so I'm going to go through this, and then I'm going to go through your six points that mm-hmm. you wanted me to pay attention to. Yes. So after we cut you know, away from the the field the field of wild pillars, uh, I these guys were dancing so enthusiastically. There was the I don't remember the name of the uh, Simon. Is it Simon? Yeah. Yes, Simon, who was just wide eyed, big teeth, just way too into his love for Jesus, and mm-hmm. I just felt like y'all need less Jesus. <laughs> y'all are way too high on Jesus. Even, it's creeping Jesus out. You could see it in Jesus' face. He was like, y'all need to calm down. Yeah. Like, it was making Jesus uncomfortable how much these people were into him. Uh, And then, you know, we have Jesus go to temple, and they've set up the the market on the temple steps, and Jesus just wrecks shit, because, understandably, like, you don't go to a place of worship and try and sell prostitutes and and, and weapons. and In in the biblical story i don't think that prostitutes were being sold on the steps but it was animals being sold for sacrifice which no yeah and like you it was not okay to sell things Get on your the goat. temple steps Show god how much you love him sacrifice you go well and and they're selling it on the steps of the temple which absolutely you should not have done and I can't remember what else was being sold, but I wish that Weber would have gone a little bit more hardcore in that scene and actually had Jesus chase them out with a whip like he does in the in the, the actual Bible. story. Yeah. Well, just because I watch him tip everything over and, and destroy all the, the products. And I would, my thought was bull in a china shop, more like Jesus in a temple market. <laughs> but uh, and then we have Judas in the desert bent over, playing with sand and rocks, like, looking very depressed, and freaking tanks come up over the the (laughs) sand dune. Yeah. And he, and chase him away. And then he runs to the Pharisees, all upset, and then fighter jets fly over. Yeah. Why? Weber. No, 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 Weber. (laughs) No. No, nobody can tell me Weber was not on drugs when he I, thought of this. I mean, I'm not sure if this is him for sure, but whoever just, it was, whoever it was, was doing too much of whatever they were doing in the 70s. I've noticed a trend with his shows that things are just weird. Like, you've got, you know, along uh, before we started going through all of these, and I was starting to see this from another perspective. Cats and Starlight Express were the weirdest Weber shows to me. This is bonkers. 
this and Joseph are like acid trips. They are. And I'm sitting here going, you're taking something that's treasured to some people and you're making it a goddamn acid trip. They, they do turn it into an acid Why? trip. Why? It's so weird. And then, you know, the the I the I uh, the iconic Last Supper. In this, it's the Last Picnic because they're <laughs> do the. That was you lost it. That was so funny when uh, they set up the picnic because it is a picnic. They're yeah. sitting on the grass. They've got a blanket laid out. They've got their plates and everything on it. And then they do the the traditional the Leonardo da Vinci Last Supper pose. Yeah, and that was actually I thought that was pretty. That was pretty great. That well, was... no, it's one of those things where I'm like. Weber, pick a friggin' tone for this show. Pick a goddamn tone. Or whoever is directing this, pick a goddamn tone, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Literally. Oh. And then, and then uh, Judas freaks out on Jesus. Because Jesus does his whole, you know, you, Peter, will betray me. And Judas, you, oh no, you will uh, deny me three mm-hmm. times. And then Judas, you will betray me. And... Judas freaks out on Jesus. You know, how did you discover my master plan? I thought there was a lot of interesting chemistry between Jesus and Judas in this. Because Judas, like I said, Judas, I felt like was the most dynamic character. He was. He was very tortured because he, he felt like, he felt like, I don't know, this is just me, I guess, um... Uh, projecting a little bit. I don't know, maybe. But I just, from what I gathered from him, it felt like Judas was upset because he felt like Jesus wasn't living up to what he wanted Jesus to be in a lot of sense. And Mm -hmm. it almost kind of seemed like, to an extent, Judas thought that if he could force Jesus's hand, he might be able to force Jesus into action, into, like, using divine power to, like, to help to make the Romans go away, to, like, make change, Mm -hmm. rather than trying to cause peaceful change through, you know, morals and and stuff like that, and, like, changing the way people think and therefore changing their actions. Mm -hmm. He wanted Jesus to, like, use divine lightning to force change, to, like, be like, I am the Messiah! Like, yeah, that kind of thing. And uh, so Judas had a very interesting character in this, um, but I thought it was funny when... He has his his breaking of the bromance with Jesus and goes running off. Judas in this has a very stiff, awkward '70s disco run. His yeah. limbs are like out and his legs flail, and he like trips and stumbles a lot as he mm-hmm. runs. And I just I I don't know if that was a direction or mm-hmm. if he was just like listening to himself as an actor and like what would Judas run like? <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I. Mm. Yeah. There's just a lot of question marks with this show, as in, what were they thinking, what were they doing, and why? Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of whys. There's a lot of whys. Um, And then it was funny when Jesus gets, if I say, to rephrase that, it's not funny when Jesus gets arrested. Uh, It was interesting when Jesus gets uh, arrested and the leadership is playing Jesus hot potato. No, you take him. No, you take him. No, you take him. That is from the Bible story. Which you were telling me, but I just thought it was interesting though how they're like how they're just like nope you judge the man nope you judge the man and, first oh. it goes to the priest and then it goes to Pilate, and then no and then it goes to yeah it uh, goes to Pilate next and then, then it goes to herod 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 which oh herod i thought that scene bothered me so much herod looked like like they dressed him to be like some hollywood jewish producer like sleazebag it, it, like there are so many points in the show where I'm like, oh, I can see 
why people have called this anti-Semitic. I, yeah, I can the see. The same way as there are a lot of scenes where I'm like, I can see why you'd call this blasphemous. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Pick a freaking tone, Weber. Yeah, there was a lot about it that I didn't really like. Um, but I did think it was funny when Judas goes back to the, the Pharisees and he's like, Mulligan, do over. My bad. Like he's like, I don't. I don't want this. I want to undo it. You said that. That's actually something he does in the. If Bible, I remember right? right, yeah, he. I think he does have this moment of, I didn't expect it to go like this. I, oh snap! And I think that's exactly what it was. He thought, and that's why he kills himself. He, he thought that he could force Jesus's hand to do something to mm-hmm. you know call upon God's power to do yeah. something other than just get his ass beat and get crucified. Speaking of Judas dying, what about that sudden tonal shift? Yeah, just him. Yeah, that was the Jesus Christ superstar. Let's do a disco scene. Da da da. Which part? The bright white outfits that they were all wearing. True, and just, true. Like, right before he's about to get crucified, they just have this friggin' dance number for Jesus Christ Superstar, which I'm like, yo, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah. I'm just, I don't... That was when I started screaming for about ten minutes. That was and... after, you're talking about after Judas hung himself, and then, yeah. like, Jesus is, like, yeah, they, for whatever reason, cut to, like, I don't know what pocket dimension that was in, or if it was like Jesus I having don't... a hallucination from being whipped or something. Gosh. But then Judas descends and they have that whole disco scene where he's just I mean, okay, not disco, but you get the idea. Hey, hey, it's hey, hey, totally hey, hey. Judas was in a one piece leather outfit with long with fringes. Fringe, yeah. That was a disco scene. Yeah, I just you know this is one of the reasons that the show bothers me is because the tone just, they can't stick with a tone. Yeah. And they seem to want to make it be serious, but then they do all this stuff. If you just listen to it as a soundtrack, it's dark and you've got a tone. The minute that you have visuals with it, it's like, what are you doing? No, I feel like it, even even doing a musical, I feel like it would have been much more um, impactful and powerful if it would have been done more realistic to the setting. Yes. But, because, but the constant back and forth with like, oh no, we're in this time period. Oh no, we're not. Mm-hmm. Let's throw in some modern stuff. Like even music. Like I would have been fine if the only modern thing in, in the entire musical was the music. Yeah. But they just, they were all over the spectrum in terms of, of it just just art direction and yeah, everything but that scene i is it is it weird that i actually kind of feel bad for pilot you're supposed to yeah okay mm-hmm. cuz i felt bad for him cuz he didn't want to kill jesus yeah but he was pressured by the mob because they're like you're going to mm-hmm. lose your job if you don't kill him and he's like why do you want this guy killed so bad like he's like yeah. jeez people he basically had jesus executed to satisfy the mob yeah which i thought was interesting but you know, regardless of that, and really, this is summed up by saying it's Passion of the Christ, the musical. I mean, yeah, yay. yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, uh, I, I definitely. It's funny uh, talking to you about this show because I had a lot of mixed feelings with it too. I already have issues with mm-hmm. the whole sacrifice portion of Christianity, because um, you know, like you, I feel like it takes away from the importance of the message Mm -hmm. uh but there were things about the musical that i liked yeah which we'll get into with your six points that you wanted me to focus on so 
with that being my super summed up and terrible review of Jesus Christ Superstar, we're going to do a quick uh, few jokes that I did for Godspell. Because uh, <laughs> the movie is weird. Because <laughs> the movie is weird. When we did Godspell previously, for those of you who listened, I would hope everybody had who's listening to this because you'd listen in chronolo- chronological order like a good listener. Um, uh, I liked Godspell, but the overall... Like, I, I, I think all the morals, everything is really, really good. I just have issues with the, you have to do this or else. But we, you know, you can you can go back and listen to the other episode if you haven't, because Carly, or Kay and I go back and forth and talk <laughs> about it. Um, but they had a line in the beginning of this God spell where it's doing some Bible stuff, but it sounds like it's basically a quote from God talking about here is you know, my garden and everything is good and I have put man in it to recreate it kind mm-hmm. of thing. And then it cuts to... As gardener for your own recreation. Yeah, gardener for your own recreation. Then it cuts to New York and cars driving and honking and you see pollution. It's just like, yeah, way to F up the garden, man. Just saying, you know, cause mm-hmm. it's, it's true. We're, we're fans of uh, crapping where we eat. <clears throat> but, uh, and then it was interesting how... I guess John. You said it was yeah, John. Yeah, John, John the is, Baptist. John is just appearing to all these random people and kind mm-hmm. of leading them away from uh, their normal lives to go and, mm-hmm. and follow Jesus. And, and it kind of is symbolic of how it happens in the Bible. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, you know, Peter but, was a fisherman and he just sort of goes, eh, never mind. It wasn't, it wasn't John the Baptist who led him away, no. though, right? Yeah, no, they... Because what each... Like, Jesus went to each... Like, Jesus just encountered each one of them and then mm-hmm. basically they were like, oh, I like you. He's like, well, if you want to follow me, you gotta yeah. leave this behind. And it's all these, you know, basically young people following Jesus. I think Peter's the oldest one. Uh, but yeah, it's... And when they, when they start putting on their clothing and face painting, I couldn't help but think it's a bunch of frolicking hippies. Like... <laughs> Hippie clowns. Some left, yeah, hippie clowns, leftover flower children from the '60s, mm-hmm. and uh, when they were hanging out in the junkyard, I couldn't help but think, "Oh, this is what happened to the garbage pail kids when they grew up. <laughs> they became the junkyard worshippers." I do like though that they clean up the junkyard. They do. I thought that was interesting. They take this pile of trash and then they make it pretty. And then they mm-hmm. take what was there and then they they just make it nice. They make yeah. it their own. So, which was a an interesting um, visual transformation to see mm-hmm. um and of course you know lots of morals lots of little skits happen uh, mm-hmm. eventually there's a part where they do uh uh the the bit of the the basically the rich man who lives in luxury and wouldn't even help lazarus the at poor all man the poor yeah. man and but then when lazarus dies he goes to heaven and is living the good life while the rich man goes to hell and mm-hmm. is being tortured and they show a scene on there where they're showing pies around <laughs> the rich man in hell and then one of the people puts ketchup on the pie <laughs> and i'm like ketchup on pies is true torture like yeah. you take something that's wonderful and delicious and put something that should not go with it mm-hmm. it's like people who melt a slice of cheddar cheese over apple pie it's just wrong who does that People do. People what? People listening. I'm sure people listening know no, somebody who did. No, no, Some people do. What? Some people do. Yeah. Uh, you did not know that? No. I thought for sure you would know something oh. about that. Oh, God. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. That's horrible, right? Ugh. How, can you think of a better way to ruin a perfectly good slice of apple pie? Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I think I broke K. Um, oh. 
Uh, I will say one of my favorite scenes in this Godspell was when Jesus confronts the Pharisee garbage yes. bag demon. Yes. I thought that was a great, great scene. Fun fact. Yes. Do you know who voices it? No. John Michael Tabalak. Uh, help me. The writer. Oh, okay. So the one who did the book of the musical. Okay. That's, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought that whole scene was really good. I thought it was really cool just the, the, the puppet, the puppetry that went with it, everybody mm-hmm. doing different stuff to, to animate. And I thought it was interesting how they portrayed like all of the Pharisees as this one big, person, as this yeah, one, this person, monolith, this one conglomerate, this, and it was blowing, blowing, uh, well, fire extinguisher, but blowing smoke at him. And it's it just this interesting, the portrayal of it. Blowing smoke, like people who aren't like, say, you've heard the phrase blowing smoke. Yeah, blowing someone. smoke, like, like that's what they're doing. Oh, hollow words. Uh, mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha, just blowing smoke. Oh, there Your you go. English is better than mine, so. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, and then, of course, you know, they go through the Last Supper and everything in this, just like in anything Jesus related. Uh, and then you have the crucifixion, but you and it was interesting. Him looks like he's getting electrocuted. On yeah, the fence. you you have something you want to say? So I wanted to bring up one thing before the crucifixion happens. Um, after the Pharisee monster, Jesus kind of has this breakdown and goes off into the park away from his disciples. Yes. He's he's shaken up by the whole thing. Yeah, after he tears down the Pharisee and calls them hypocrites and and, and calls them fools. Normally. That scene would be followed by the um, woman who had committed adultery and they were going to try to stone her. And he does the he who's without sin make, or can cast the first stone. And then they sing by my side. And it's just the woman singing to him. And then the rest of the company joining in. In this, instead of that, they the whole group of disciples sings by my side to Jesus to kind of cheer him up. And it's one of those moments that's a really good, quiet moment in the show where they're coming together as a community to bring him back. And it kind of gives him a little bit of hope. And so it's, it's, this show has the give and receive on both ends. That is very accurate. And I really, really did. Like, I'm glad you brought that scene up because I did really like that scene because I think that there is some good um, symbolism there too. Because yeah. the, the character of Jesus, especially in this, like he's just radiating positivity, radiating positivity mm-hmm. and his disciples are soaking it up. And he's giving so much positivity that when he is confronted with the Pharisees and he basically is pushed to his breaking point when dealing with, uh, you know, the hypocrites and the fools and these people who claim to be serving God, but are really serving themselves mm-hmm. kind of thing. He's just so frustrated with the system mm-hmm. and how he feels powerless to change it. Yeah. And I really like that. He's kind of, he's kind of reached his zero and then he's surrounded by people who he's been feeding positivity into and they feed some of that positivity back into him. Yes. And I, like you're talking about give and take, it's a really, really good scene. And I really, really like it. And I like the the added symbolism there that no matter, I guess, even even, even the teacher needs help. Even those yes. who are helping others need help in turn. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's just good. I like I like that. Um, I like seeing Jesus portrayed human. I don't yes. I don't like when they always portray him as a mm-hmm. Superman in a lot of ways. Like, yeah. And so I like seeing him portrayed more as a, a human who will trip and fall and will have his bad moments and mm-hmm. will get picked back up. I think it makes it better. But, okay. 
So after Jesus gets crucified, so hard right turn from what we're talking about. Yes. Uh, they pull him off of the non-electric fence and parade his corpse through New York, mm-hmm. uh, dancing and singing day by day. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, my thought was nothing says springtime activity like carrying a corpse while singing and dancing. Yes. Um, it's a very... I know it's supposed to be positive and everything because they're singing and dancing, but I just had a I, I had a hard time being like, yeah, singing and it's, dancing while you're carrying this dead body. It's celebrating the message that yeah, yeah he's gone, but we've got this great message that we can we, send. We out. will carry on. Yeah, uh-huh. and then life moves on. And then in life New York moves City. On. They take a because... turn in New York City, and people just go on with their daily lives. And it was it was an interesting way to end the musical. Mm-hmm. I will say, before we get into my final rating of the two musicals, I do absolutely prefer Godspell's handling of the crucifixion mm-hmm. to Passion of the Christ, the musical. Yeah. Uh, just, I just... Too much friggin' drama in Jesus I, Christ Superstar. I, I really, I just, I really, I mean, granted, I don't, you know... Mm-hmm. I've tried talking to Jesus. He doesn't really answer me, but I would really think that... You know, if you started saying that you were hearing from Jesus, I would <laughs> think that the same thing happened to you, happened to my mom's hairdresser from way back. Oh, okay. And so I'm glad that... <laughs> I, was say, I, I would think that any teacher would prefer that the wisdom of their teachings be what yes. is remembered yes. and not other things like say the circumstance of their death Mm -hmm. so i appreciate godspell for being better in that way yeah okay so with my horrible horrible broken uh synopsis of the two (laughs) musicals out of the way we're going to get into k's six points that she wanted me to focus on Uh, i'm going to go through them real quick uh number one uh which one kept your interest more number two which one had more compelling soundtrack or story well soundtrack slash story Uh, Number three, which one had characters that you could get more into? Uh, Number four, which had better overall feeling afterwards? Number five, which uh, on let's see, which which one was more interesting visually? I spelled one wrong when I was typing this out, (laughs) so I apologize. Which one was more interesting visually? Is number five, and number six, which one was all around a better show? So for Jesus Christ Superstar with which one kept your interest more, I gave it a four out of five. And the reason mm-hmm. being is I felt like it was a story. Mm-hmm. It was a story, had a beginning, a middle, an end. There were characters, they were doing things, they were going places, they mm-hmm. had dialogue. It was a story. Um, I also gave Jesus, I also gave a Godspell a four out of five um, because it was fun. I mm-hmm. actually smiled. While watching Godspell. Mm-hmm. I don't think I smiled all that much while watching Jesus Christ Superstar. Even yeah. though it kept me engaged. Mm-hmm. I definitely had more of a stone face. Yeah. Jesus, I mean, with Godspell, I actually laughed. I actually smiled. I actually tapped my foot to the music and kind of was like bobbing around, having mm-hmm. a good time. Uh, which one had a more compelling soundtrack and story? I gave them, again, a both four out of five mm-hmm. because, again, Jesus Christ Superstar had a story. They were doing events. They were going places. They were talking to people. Um, and Jesus Christ Superstar had that going for it. But Godspell, hands down, better music. Mm-hmm. While I liked the rock element to mm-hmm. Jesus Christ Superstar, 
I think Godspell just had better music. Mm-hmm. Just I think it had a better had better songs overall. Um, not that Jesus Christ Superstar didn't have good songs, but I think Godspell songs were just better. Mm-hmm. Um, which one had characters that I could get into more? Um, I actually gave this to Jesus Christ Superstar. Understandable. Because, I mean, and I think this is where the drama factor plays into. Mm-hmm. Because I really felt Judas's uh, inner conflict. Yeah. Like, that was a thing. <sighs> Judas he, clinched he, that. He for did. This show. He really did. He clinched that hard. He did, and you know, to be fair, uh, Mary Magdalene mm-hmm. also did a really good job. Yeah. I almost called her Maid Marian. Very different. <laughs> Very different. We haven't done anything with Robin Hood yet. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> too many Marys. Too many Marys. It's too popular of a name. Okay, so to put you into my head, I was just suddenly imagining Maid Marian from the Disney cartoon. Oh, the fox? I was like, well, who would be Jesus in this world? Well, wouldn't he be a fox too? It would have to be, uh, I would imagine it would be Robin Hood, the fox Robin Hood. Or, or oh well, Jesus God. is the Lamb of God, so is there a But his persona's a lion. We've all watched Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, it's true. And a fox and a lion cannot be together. <laughs> um, anyway, um, as far as, like, characters I could get into, uh, Mary Magdalene, God, I almost did it again. Mary Magdalene and Judas, I felt like, were, were the clinchers. Um, Jesus has, you know some good scenes too mm-hmm. but i just i really felt like judas's character was so freaking good yeah and i i yeah jesus character in it also had the internal tor- uh, turmoil because he doesn't want to die yeah he doesn't want to die and he has the part where he's pleading with his father just being like can this please not happen like mm-hmm. i really don't want to die but if you're going to make me, then okay, I guess. Mm. Where I felt like Judas is, was a little bit more of a human um, reaction to being like, yeah. I've given this person three years of my life and my service and my devotion, and I feel like they have not lived up to my expectations of them. Like, yeah. was I wrong to do this? Can I still help him? Can I still do mm-hmm. what's right for my people? So I felt like that was really good. Um, yeah. But I did give the characters... Um, for Godspell, a three out of five, mm-hmm. just because they they were good. I mean, like mm-hmm. they were fun, they were entertaining. I liked how when they're doing their different skits, everybody is just playing different roles. Yeah, it's a fun, entertaining show. And yes, I, I liked it. Um, which one had an overall better feeling afterwards? This oh. is a hands down. You uh, I mean Jesus Christ Superstar? I gave a one out of five just because. Yeah. Yeah, it's I I. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what. Yeah, no, it's 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 Passion of the Christ the musical, and it hurts. Yeah, it's Passion of the Christ the musical. It makes me bummed out afterwards. So, and it's not like a Bat Boy bummed out. It's a different level for me, at least. No, you're absolutely right. And so I'm going. You're going to have to edit this part out because I realized I did some math wrong. And I need to quickly do it on my calculator. Or you can leave it in and people will just go, how long did it take him to do some simple computations? (laughs) 
Okay. I think I think the numbers I had are, are fine. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm terrible with math, and I don't think anybody who knows me is going to be surprised by that. But um, okay, so we left off with uh, better feeling afterwards, and I gave Godspell a three out of five. Mm-hmm. And the reason being for that is just because I I just it's the crucifixion, man. The crucifixion is a bummer, and I can't like feel uplifted after that because it's yeah. a bummer, and it's it's one of the key things of christianity that i don't agree with uh uh mm-hmm. but that's i don't i don't want to get on my 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 philosophical spiritual soapbox again um <laughs> luckily these are the only two jesus shows that we'll be doing so uh, thank you lord um which one was more interesting visually i gave jesus christ superstar a two out of five mm-hmm. and i gave godspell a four out of five god's really yes jesus christ superstar I I was really 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 freaking annoyed with the okay. with the yeah, yo-yoing but... between yeah like time set pieces and purple tank tops and camo pants and tanks and jets like just no like that that bothered me so much pick mm-hmm. a direction and stick with it that's um, that's a good point but and uh, Godspell was bright and colorful and it took me a little bit to get into it mm-hmm. because it was so not. It's so not traditional in terms of what I would think of, you know, in regards to Jesus and his disciples. Mm-hmm. But that's also kind of something that plays into its favor. Yeah. Because it's something different. It's something mm-hmm. bright and colorful and chipper and happy and excitable. And mm-hmm. I thought that was that was nice. Um, so they yeah. lean really hard into that Godspell gospel thing. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and uh, so the last one, which one was the all-around better show? Uh, I gave Jesus Christ Superstar a 3 out of 5, and I gave Godspell a 4 out of 5. I feel like the only reason Jesus Christ Superstar is at a 3 out of 5 is because the some of the characters were really, really good. Mm-hmm. Some of the characters were really, really good. The music overall was really, really good. I don't really care about things like choreography. That's just not something That's that funny. matters a whole lot to me. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you can have a lot of great dancing, but when you have people materializing out of nowhere to do backflips in the middle of the <laughs> desert, I just, I don't really care for that. Um, I can't wait till we do Tommy. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> and Godspell, yeah, I, I, I say the only reason Godspell is at a four out of five and not like a five out of five is just, I mean, well, I, I docked on other things, so that's why. Yeah. <laughs> So there we go. Jesus Christ, 3 out of 5. Godspell, 4 out of 5. And when I did my totals, Jesus Christ Superstar had 18 out of 30 possible points. Mm -hmm. And uh, Godspell had 22 out of 30 possible points, which gave Jesus Christ Superstar about a 60% and gave uh, Godspell a 73%. Uh, hey, 73 still passing. Yeah, so the I was surprised how close these two actually mm-hmm. were when I was doing, you know, because after each time we watched the musical, Kay would go let our dog out and I would sit there and kind of go, okay, what did I think of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6? Mm-hmm. And when I finally was doing my, my totals, I was quite surprised because there are things that I liked about Jesus Christ Superstar and there are things that I absolutely despised. Yeah. There's definitely more that I liked about Godspell, but again, there's some things that I really didn't like, and 
it's just it's it's one it's one plebeian's opinion it is one lowly man's view about something that he is not uh well cultured in you know what though it's it's good to have the quote-unquote outside view on these things because if you're entrenched in really any of the subject matter you don't have that outside view of it like for me I raise myself Christian and I'm a musical theater nerd so of course I'm gonna have my own biases on a show and hopefully I didn't influence you too much with my no, absolute no, 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 no. hatred. You, you, you and I, well, that's the thing. You and I, you and I have such a good relationship that we can both be like, look, I really like this. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, it's totally okay. Yeah. And we both know that we can be like, no, it's cool. You like it. Not my thing. Yeah. Like we, yeah, I will never get offended that you don't like Dragon Ball Z as much as I do. Like, yeah. You'll never get offended that I don't like Godspell as much as you do. Yeah. It's just different different things, different opinions, different yeah. background, different likes and dislikes. But like it's it's important to have that perspective of someone who's not in those groups, who wasn't raised Christian, who isn't a musical theater nerd because it sets things into perspective like um you know, I was sitting here going I'm betting that Jesus Christ superstar even though it's so weird. So I just, I don't like the visual stuff on it, but I was like, oh, yeah, well, maybe either. the being filmed on location in Israel and some of the other choices, but I'm actually kind of like, sweet, we agreed on that with Godspell, because <laughs> I personally do like the visuals of Godspell better, because it's cohesive. And also, I'm a sucker for that style of outfits and everything, and... With Jesus Christ Superstar, you know, it's it's one of those things when you look at Joseph, because you could almost compare that with Joseph in The Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Both Jesus Christ Superstar and Joseph have so many anachronisms, but it works in Joseph because they have fun with it. I would say the other reason it works in Joseph is because they're presenting it to school children. Yes, that, that is too. The, that is, in my opinion, that is the other reason Joseph works better in its favor is it is they're mm-hmm. teaching school children yeah uh jesus christ superstar not so much yeah it's even though it said it was rated g and it was an extravaganza and it was an extravagant i disagree with that yeah and it had which has a 7.3 out of 10 on imdb i think that's too high mm-hmm. uh i didn't look at what godspell said it had i don't know what it has i tend but... to not look when it's something that i really really like <laughs> I actually think it was it was higher, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. but I don't remember exactly what it was. It's really interesting that it was higher. It, well, I mean, because I remember looking at the st- at the stars, and it had... Because Jesus Christ Superstar had uh, four and a half out of five, uh-huh. but the four and a half out of five were fuller on Godspell. Really? Yeah. That That is interesting, because I often wonder with the two, because Godspell's kind of... It's campy. It's a very campy but show. But it's fun, and it's positive, and oh, it's colorful, man. and I feel it's, vindicated. it's energizing. <laughs> like, it's... I, I don't know. Like like I said, I don't I don't know Jesus, but I feel like if you could get his opinion on something, he would probably side with Godspell. Because he'd be like... Mm-hmm. It's he'd, more... He'd be like, yeah, take out the ending part, but... Yeah. <laughs> Why are we focusing on that? Ugh. <laughs> but, yeah, um... So, do you have any questions you'd like to ask me? Anything that you feel like I skipped over you want my opinion on? I had something. Okay. Oh, snap. So, think about it. 
Yeah. Do, 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 You people at home. Do, 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 do. If you're listening at work, sing it out loud. Do, 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 do. If your coworkers are looking at you, tell them to mind their business. Stay in your lane, Becky. I hope you work with a Becky. Um. So I guess, uh, did you like the head-to-head format that we did? I did. Okay. Um, it was definitely uh, tiresome to mm-hmm. to like record our our intro and then watch two of them back to back. Yeah. And then do the outro because I feel like it's this is probably going to be our longest episode we've oh, ever yeah, done. Oh yeah, this will be. Uh, and so other than that, because it's dinner time, I'm hungry. Uh, <laughs> other than that i do like the head-to-head format and i'd cool. say let's do it again if you're okay with it and if people out there liked it i hope people like yes it. uh yeah maybe we should do a trending hashtag <laughs> so so if you if you want to talk about this episode let's try and snatch up that hashtag tone deaf head to head <laughs> head to head to the number two head number two head yes and if uh, if you have if you have twitter uh please give us a a, a shout out at uh, tone deaf yeah i don't twitter. think that we can snag just the tone deaf hashtag at this oh, point are we, but... we're tone deaf musicals yes tone deaf musical is tone deaf musical on twitter yes uh, we'll please... we'll spurl about that in a minute um oh yeah so for our next show I have kind of wanted to do this one, and I think that we can, because I can find a copy of it. We are going to do Man of La Mancha. Oh, okay. Yes. That's not what I was expecting. And I don't know anything about Man of La Mancha. I don't think I've ever I've ever heard of it until you mentioned it just now. I love this show. Except maybe we'll except get in, it hurts. Except maybe we'll get into it and I'll be like, oh, I am familiar with this. Oh, I'm familiar with this. Yeah, it's it's a show that I really love. I'm surprised because I've mentioned it a few times whenever we've gone past the creepy windmill park uh, out in Spanish Fork. Oh, 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 or oh. Or at Spanish oh, oh, Fork oh, oh, Canyon. Oh, oh. Is this the Don Quixote This one? is the Don Quixote okay. musical. And oh. it is awesome oh interesting yeah i'm looking forward to this yes so i'm excited so next musical man of la mancha yay (laughs) right guys so thank you so much for listening we're just again as we said at the start of the show we just love you guys so thank you thank you thank you thank you and if you haven't uh reviewed our show yet and you enjoy our show and you come back week after week please take 30 seconds and go review it on iTunes because uh, those reviews and five-star ratings really, really, really do matter. And we would love to, to reach more people who also enjoy musical theater and my horrible jokes and terrible recounting of <laughs> these wonderful pieces of art. Uh, and if you would like to get in touch with us, you can do it in several different ways. We have a Gmail that you can email us at, which is tonedefmusical at gmail.com. We're also uh, Tone Deaf Musical on Twitter and Facebook. 
if you want to go above and beyond and maybe get your name mentioned in the intermission of our show, there's our Patreon, which is also at Tone Deaf Musical. Uh, as I said earlier in the show, we also highly recommend joining the Podcast Junkie Discord server, which is in the description, just to join a community of podcasters and podcast fans and help support indie podcasts. And you can tell Kay what a beautiful singing voice she has. Oh, gosh. This is Kay just shrivels up and dies of nervousness. <laughs> <laughs> so, once again, next week's going to be another fun-filled episode of Warren... Uh, learning about shows and Kay trying to explain them and <laughs> week by week I slowly crawl out of the mud pit that is my musical ignorance and one day I will bask on the mountaintop that is the enlightened way of of, of the the musical elite I will I will join you someday on that mountaintop Kay and it will be glorious we'll be hoof and hoof together But until then, <laughs> I'm Kay. And I'm Warren. And this has been Tone Death.